Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone, to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now, a little bit depressive, Toby, the weekend of rugby if you're a New Zealand fan. If you add that to no, the woman's result and the then cricket. the cricket all rolled into one, I'm absolutely struggling. <laughs> hey, mate, it is what it is, and that's that's all part of sport, though, isn't it? You know, you win some, you lose some. You lose some. You lose you some, lose you keep some. on losing it. Yeah. <laughs> but let's Cons- not at least we're dwell consistent though. Consistently bad. Well, the cricket is making the final and uh losing losing both. Yeah. But making the final. Uh the women's rugby consistently losing, that's fine. And the All Blacks consistently losing to Ireland. So you know What more can you ask? Exactly. For? There's nothing to cry about, Mush. But after feeling a little bit depressed about the results. We received this email from messages from our supporters. Boys, loving the new segment, full of embarrassing stories, and I could not resist sending one in myself. Can I first set the scene? The following happened at my son's school open day, where I was invited to play a friendly game of touch. The weather was beautiful, the grass was green, and as the game played out, the crowd began to grow. At this point, I was really starting to relive my youth. I was pulling out the old magic hips and sidestepping the other dads for fun. I looked across to my wife and son, and it was clear that right now I was the best dad in the world. A moment that I'd been waiting for for some time had come. Yes, my son was proud of me for possibly the first and last time. Unfortunately, All of this soon was to be evaporated when an ex-All Black turned up to spoil my party. I won't give names because of what I'm going to say next. I say ex-All Black, but at the time I thought very little of this dad (laughs) when he played. And if anything, I thought this is my chance 
I was going to move from cool dad to folk hero when I sidestepped around his sorry state of an XOR blackened score between the posts. As the ball moved down the line, 9 to 10, 10 to 12, I was getting excited. It was coming towards me. My time was here. Here I go. Out comes the sidestep. And boy, it was a beauty. But just at that moment, when myself and the ex-All Black knew who the alpha male was, I heard an almighty rip. (laughs) Yes, that's right, a rip. And then a massive gasp from the crowd. At this moment, I knew just what had happened. My rather tight-fitting, I'm in good shape, trousers had split right down the seams. Then it had dawned on me that in the morning, I'd been fumbling around in the dark and could only find my trousers. Yes, I'd gone commando. (laughs) (laughs) The rest is folklore, but for all the wrong reasons. Whenever there's an open day, I start to sweat. My son has never forgiven me and all my wife's friend know why my nickname is the snake. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, thanks for the last. I hope that this gives you and your listeners some pleasure. Jake the Snake from Auckland. <laughs> That's good, eh? Very good. I love that. Good that old is, Jake the Snake. Oh. It was a good one, though. I wonder who the All Black was. Sorry, ex-All Black. I reckon front rower. Do you reckon? Boom. Out, out yeah, comes but why would he be on the wing? I mean, it's touch, isn't it? It's touch. It's Auckland. <laughs> why don't you like Michael Jones? Or something? No, oh, can't he, he, was, he was solid as a rock. Yeah. Right. I've got, I've actually got one as well. Now this comes from the Twitter. Now this is Swan No. So Swano, eighty five. So I put the about the video uh, about the podcast and how we want to you know supporters' opinions and that sort of thing about it. And he's gone. You guys look heaps different to what I expected. And I've gone a lot more handsome. <laughs> and. <laughs> I'll let you guys decide what I meant. Nah, Damien looks younger, younger than I expected, and I thought Toby would look goofy, but he doesn't. <laughs> Love well, the pod too. He's obviously not he's watched not the right thing, thing is he? He's got Let's us be mixed up. Goofy. <laughs> Maybe it's that. Is that because you sound goofy? No, mate. Why are you being that guy? I'm not being You're that being guy. You're being nasty, eh? Sharing is caring is up next. Sharing is caring. So we're going to start. So remember, if you shared our Twitter feed or our Instagram, then you are going to have your moment in the sun. And if we forgot about you, please do tell us. Yes, please let us know. Anyway, here we go. Steve Johnson, thank you very much for your sharing is caring. Mark Parise. Now, Mark is a fan of the show, and he also sold one of his testicles for £35,000. No, I'll sell both of mine. <laughs> for 70. This is a true story. True story. Um, Will Parker, Nathan Rainbow, Oliver Mantle, thank you very much. Martin Sims, Rugby United. Simon Clementson, John Talifison, Rugby Database. Steve Kuzak, I reckon that's the famous Stephen Kuzak, David Haylett, Joe Spark, Jimmo Goldthorpe, and if I can bring it down, can't pronounce that name. Oh, you're oh, no. Tight five bad, rugby. Eh? Tight five rugby. Toby. Kaka. Kaka Banda. Toby, over to you. Uh, 
So again, James Goldthorpe, thank you very much. The Razzler Dazzler. Oh, thank you, Rad. The Razzler the Dazzler. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck. Now, we've actually had some things in from Ben Affleck. He's the actor of Ben Affleck. Yes, that's yes. right. Yep, Stephen Kuzak and Ben Affleck. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Uh, now, Ben Affleck has actually got a podcast as well. Had a bit of a listen. It's good. It's called Rugby Rewind. So try that out. Uh, we also had... Oh, no, he didn't. No, I think that's it, you know. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Not not very many on... Um, we can stop music now, can't we? Yeah, we can, yeah. Thank you very much, though. Sharing yes. is caring. Loving your work. Uh, and the same goes for this week. If you share our latest video of Rugby 101... Room 101 Rugby, then you'll get back on next week's show. Excellent. Really good. So we're moving on to... Uh, breaking news. Kindly supported by... Super XV. What a website, Toby. For all your rugby needs. Love the website. You yes. know when I'm really struggling to go to sleep, I'll <sighs> pop over to the website and then it'll just do the trick for me. Do you know what? When, you know when you've been out for a few beers, you've had too much food and you're like, oh, I'm real, I really feel ill? Yeah, and you need a tactical spew. I always just get up a picture of you, and I'm both. It works every time. It works every time. <laughs> oh yes, Toby. Uh, so my first story is the Rugby Player of the Year awards. Hmm? Now my first two stories kind of covered this one, so I wanted to go through who was up for the men's fifteen aside Player of the Year nominations. We've got Anton. DuPont. Anton Leonard Brown. Oh. No. Michael Pooper Scooper. Pooper Scooper. Love Mara man. Atoji. And Samo Karevi. Now, what I would say is mm. there's no South Africans there. Nope. No Kiwis. No Kiwis. And I can understand that. That's fine. But Samu Karevi has only played about three games international rugby this year. So, it, how it, on earth is he in there? I don't know. I don't know. No Owen Farrell either, mate. That's fine by me. He hasn't been that good anyway. He hasn't Bre- been that good. Breakthrough player, Will yep. Jordan, yep. Andrew Calloway, Lewis Rees-Zammett, and Marcus Smith. I can't actually sort of, I don't mind those four, although Marcus Smith, I don't really get that one. He's been fantastic, but he hasn't played a lot of international rugby. That's what I mean, yeah. Okay, so let's... Who who would you pick B for men? Okay, for the men, I'm going to say Michael Hooper. Michael Hooper? Yes. But I think it might go go to Toji. Oh, no. Please don't, but it might do. It might do. It might do just because of the Lions. Breakthrough, 100% Will Jordan. Nah, it won't go to him. It'll be Will Jordan. It won't. I bet you... I you bet, bet you will, will, will. It'll be Will <laughs> Jordan. Nah. Who are you going to go for? It'll be um, Reese Zammett. Nah. Yeah, it will be. Nah. Mm. Nah, because do you know the reason why? Because Wales uh, haven't been winning much. New Zealand haven't got any any uh, spoils here, and they'll want to give New Zealand a spoil. Nah, uh, they won't. They will. Coach of the year, I'm actually quite... I'm... Shocked. Shocked about it. Yeah. Dave Rennie? He's done okay with okay. Australia. Simon Middleton, England ladies. I They've think, done I think really well. I think, yeah, I think he'll get it. Fozzie. Fozzie, no. Sorry, what is, bud. What is he on there for? Sorry, bud. 
and Alan Bunting, mm. Corey Sweeney, New Zealand women's sevens. Don't know much about that. And to be fair, I don't know much about the women's 15 player of the year nominations either. No, we're not going so to cover those. That's for Katie who um, <laughs> took us to pieces. There's week. two English ladies and or people, and there's two French people as well. Fear as well that there's no Kiwis. Fear as well. Well, they haven't been playing, have they? And when they have been playing, they've been taken to the slaughter, mm. unfortunately. My, my next story, which mm. I, I might as well go yeah, into you now, might as well, yeah. is obviously the South Africans are upset. Why? One, because they've beaten the British Lions. <laughs> yeah. Why is that so, upsetting? So what I'm trying to say is they're not even nominated for any award. Not Coach of the Year, not Player of the not Year. Not Team of the Year. Not Breakthrough Player of the Year, yeah. not whatever. So they're not in there at all. And then I think about some of their players. And you'd have to say Khaleesi. You know, it's quite a big one. But also... Mpimpi? Well, yeah, he was amazing oh, on the weekend, wasn't he? But he's he been good throughout. He's been scoring tries no matter what. Yeah. Not as many as Will Jordan, though, as Breakthrough Player of the Year. <laughs> Unbelievable, <laughs> mate. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, what about... It's a Beth as well. Now we oh, absolutely slated It's Beth, but I watched him on the weekend. He was he was, he was good. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So is it fair that they're not represented is my question to you. Well, it's it's hard because there's there's only four spots, isn't there? There's only four spots. Now, out of those four, would you would you change for any of those two? Okay. Maybe Samu Krevi. Definitely. I mean, he's yep. played three games, mate. I'd put Itzabeth in there then. He's played three games, and the only other rugby he's played is in Japan. And let's be fair to say, it's not of a high enough standard to really... So he's Could you de- say de- that about DuPont as well? No, because he's played for France. How many times has he played for France? What well, doesn't matter. Oh, six nations, yeah, to be six fair. six nations, right? Okay. And also, secondly, he's been playing in the French League, which is much higher standard than the Japanese League. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, Europe, playing in Europe as well, mm. mixing it up. Yeah, good. Anyway, over to you, mate. Over to me. Now, these couple are just a bit, um, well, they're not boring, but they are because Owen Farrell, Owen Farrell was out of the squad, had to withdrawn from injury. Is it ankle or something, isn't it? Don't know, but I don't really care. <laughs> um, and then Jamie George as well. He was injured quite early on, actually, wasn't he, Jamie George? Oh, no. Uh, at the end of the first half. Yeah, he played very, very well, didn't he? Uh, but he, he should, probably should have gone off. He's uh, such an unathletic, oh, athletic person. Looks like a pudge. <laughs> looks like a You've pudge. You've never seen someone who can actually run and pass and sidestep quite nicely. But but he looks like someone that should not be. He doing made that. quite a good break, really actually. Good break. And, and then a- the yellow card <laughs> came from it, didn't it? <laughs> what I oh love my that God. is, if you watch that back when he went through, when he went to sidestep, <laughs> when he went to sidestep, you you you, you almost went bang. <laughs> Oh, village, village. Uh, so you got to love him for that, though, don't you? That. So uh, Jack Singleton uh, from Gloucester has uh, come into the setup, yeah, and so is Harry Ellington or something like that, yeah. Uh, so they're both from both from Gloucester actually. So they've both been called up. Whether they start on the bench, whether they actually get a game, 
Uh, I'm not sure. I wouldn't think so. Because there's yeah, enough, there's yeah, enough injury know. cover there, isn't there? Uh, yeah. And then Johnny Sexton is out of the clash uh, from Argentina. Or against Argentina, sorry. He played really well on the he, weekend. He was good. Apart from his kicking. So I, I was watching this game with my wife. And I said to her, statistically, he's the best kicker in the world right now. And then he missed the first two. <laughs> and, you know, at that point, that they could have been the game breakers. Yeah, true. So true. Ended, ended up not mat- mattering. Yep. But uh, it could have. Yep. Uh, and then I'll just go on to my next one. Um, and we can have a bit of discussion about this as well, is the TMOs. So the the actual story is TMO saves referee Nick Berry's blushes. Yes. So... Uh, World Rugby are most, must be, sorry, must be extremely thankful uh, for the experienced Brummy. So they're talking about Stuart Terahiji or something? Yeah, go on. doesn't really matter. No, does it doesn't matter, does it? Um, so he's actually stopped a couple of howlers, it says, both of which could have materialised to change the outcome of the match. Yeah, this is. I don't know why this is an issue, because this is what they should be doing anyway. This yes. is their job. Yes, so why is it being made and a Nick, big issue about? Nick Berry is a good referee. Yeah, of course. He used to play for Australian Sevens. But He's the got thing a great is, set of biceps uh, on him. Unbelievable. He does, doesn't he? He's stacked. But also, you know, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to make howlers. Everyone's going to do it. But the point of the TMO is to go, look, mate, you've, you've made a little mistake. Yeah. Check, check. Um, I know that they used to have a little because they're not supposed to apparently. I think right. they're not supposed to sort of, you know, like kind of lead them. But that's the thing with the TMO. Yeah, look, go upstairs yeah. or they'll put something on the big screen, don't they? Yes, they go oh, the big screen. Yeah, but big also, screen. who was it? Um, uh, the Welsh referee that's just retired, Nigel Owens. Yeah, Nigel Owens used to have a, a code for when he was yes. TMO. You've you've said this so, before. So, you know, whenever he used to say that word, yeah. they would go, oh, okay, and then then they knew that they needed to go back yes. and have a look at something. Yeah. But that's what it should be. You know, we, we they're there to make sure that these things don't happen. Definitely. And it always amazes me that they get things wrong or seemingly get things wrong yeah. anyway. But you've got an interesting story. Have you finished is, all of yours, Mush? Yeah, well, I've got one more, but I think we should go for your okay. one, which is the old world rankings. Yeah, so there's been a lot about the world rankings at the moment, and you know, there's been quite a bit of up and down movement, especially at the top between South Africa and New Zealand. Um, obviously, South Africa won on the weekend, and New Zealand lost, so that means, or that meant that New Zealand uh, has slipped down to second. Now, this got me thinking which I know is really quite bad because it hurts your head quite often. But, oh, why have I got two there? Oh, it's the same one. Uh, so the current world rankings. world rankings is South Africa, New Zealand, England, Ireland, and Australia. So I'm just going to go top five. Yeah, which okay. is a shock to me that France... Aren't higher up those world rankings. Well, because France hasn't been playing anyone good. That's right. They played Georgia. That's right. Excellent. Well done. Really good points. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm just going back to 2005. Yes. So 2005. So a couple of years after the World Cup, a couple of years before World Cup. So it's sort of in the balance. Uh, so the top five teams: New Zealand, Australia, England, South Africa, and France. 
Yeah, okay. So you look at that and you go, New Zealand's, Australia and South Africa are all Southern Hemisphere. Yep. So Southern Hemisphere dominance. Yes. And then uh, you go down to, I think it was uh, 2013 that I bought this other one up. Yeah. And we've gone New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, Ireland and France. England are quite a way down England there, England is they? sixth, yeah. Argentina are higher. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very interesting that although you look back at it, there isn't actually that much change, is there? No, but you think about further down, you go Japan, 2005, they're 18th. Yes. 2013, they're 13th. Current, they're 10th. Yeah, and they they must have dropped significantly recently. Well, well, you look at the teams above them. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, and then I've gone all time, Damo. All time? I've gone all time. So I'm going to go best ranking of yeah. uh, each sort of uh, country and then worst ranking. So, and this might surprise you, best ranking for Argentina, third. Oh, I was going to say fourth. We we're going to say four. That would have been a good quiz question. It would have been a real good quiz right, question. Let's, let's do it as a district okay, quiz question. Okay. okay. Australia, what's their worst ranking been? Well, the worst. Yeah. Don't I'm look at say, it. Don't oh, look at it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I don't You're know, looking I, at it. I don't know which one I'm looking okay, to look at. I'm going to say tenth, seventh. Okay. Yeah. England, worst ranking, eighth. Yeah. Because you're looking at it. No, I'm not. No, you are. You are. <laughs> France, best ranking second, worst ranking. I reckon they're down. I reckon they're 10th. Yeah, they are. Ah. You're spot on. Um, Georgia, best ranking. 10th. Mm, 11th. Ooh, close. Mm. Ireland, best ranking first. Yes. Now, they 2019, worst Twice. ranking. No, Ooh, only once. No, they're, they're going to be real low. So, they're okay. going to be like 12th. 9th. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Italy best ranking. Oh no, they're rubbish. <laughs> so they've always been rubbish. I'm gonna say they well, let's have a look. Are they not on there? I'm gonna say the best ranking is tenth. Eighth. Okay. Lowest ranking is only fifteenth. Well there you go. Surprised about. Uh then you've got Japan worst ranking. Oh fifteenth? Twentieth. Oh that's best terrible. ranking? I reckon they got up to I, I know they're in the top eight. Okay. So I'm going to say, I think seventh. Seventh, 2019. So yeah. that just after the World Cup or, you know, World Cup year. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand, best ranking. First. Yeah. Worst ranking. Well, there's definitely second. I reckon. When did it start? How long ago did it start? 2003 is the late, is like the earliest, earliest one I can see. I think they are the lowest they've been is second. Third? Third. Third. They've been third four times. I can remember when they were terrible. Like, everyone, people won't remember this, but they went through about two years of being absolutely rubbish. Really? And if they. What's our best years? How many consecutive years do you think? Well, you definitely look at that uh, 2009 through till 2016, 17. 
we were pretty good. 2009 to 2019, we were the best team in the world. So for 10 years, we were the best team in the world. That's amazing, eh? And we, you know, we've lost one game to Ireland, who have been world number one before. Yes. And we go, the world's going to end. Well, the world we've is only gonna, dropped the down world, to second. The world is going to end. The world isn't going to end. Hey, is, I've got a couple more here. When we Scotland, worst. Oh, um, tenth, twelfth, fifth is their highest. Yeah. South Africa, what's their worst? This will surprise you. Eighth, seventh, not as surprising <laughs> as I thought. <laughs> Wales, they've been first before, and they've been tenth. They've been first, Wales. Yeah, 2019. Oh, yeah, they there were. was a lot going on in 2019. 2019, it went, it went Ireland, and then it went Wales, and then I think it went back to Ireland, and then it went New Zealand. So it was yeah, slipping so round. Ireland like. was in 2019. Uh, England were number one in 2019. That must have been World Cup. New Zealand were 2019 twice. So it's obviously sort of gone Ireland, New Zealand, Wales, New Zealand, or and then England. So that was, I just found that quite interesting. Yes, Zimbabwe. I love Here we go, last one. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Yep. Lowest ranking. 23rd. 57th. Highest. <laughs> <laughs> Highest. Oh, 23rd. 25th. <laughs> close. You were very close. But I just found that interesting. You know, it fluctuates quite a lot. But the consistent one... Is New Zealand, isn't it? And I, I don't mean to be biased, but I am because I'm a Kiwi and that's, you know, who we are. But I just found that interesting. You know, South Africa have gone all the way down to a few, you know, seventh. So have England, Australia have, mm. Ireland have, Wales have, France. What's France? France have gone down to 10th. They've never been the number one team in the world. That's amazing, isn't it, France? They could be after the World Cup. They could be. Yeah, they I'm actually really surprised they're that far down now. Mate, my last story is this. And this might shock you. Yeah, it did. Ian Foster pinpoints who must be held accountable for All Black loss. Guess who he has blamed for the All Black loss? Not himself. Not himself, no. He's blamed the back line. And he said the back line needs to take responsibility for bad decisions and inaccuracies. I mean, those two statements there, I have to agree with them. As schoolboy errors, those. They you, were schoolboy errors. You do not do that as a good coach. No, no, I agree, but I, I, I agree with what he said, as in <clears throat> the players sometimes have to take themselves or look at themselves and be accountable for their actions. You know, inaccurate passing. They couldn't catch a, you know, they couldn't catch a cold in the Antarctica. They really struggled. On yeah, the they did. But you are correct. <laughs> you don't do that. blame that. And it's going to be interesting because. You could do it behind closed doors. I could imagine that he's going to go and lose against France. Although I don't, I don't think they will. You know, if I'm picking my, if I'm picking, you know, like we did last week, which we will. 
I'm not going to put them down to, to lose because I think the All Blacks will just hit back. But I think they could do. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they had another bad game and France really get up and, yeah. and take it take it to us. And if he does that and loses two on the bounce, losing to South Africa as well, in the manner that we lost to them, which was we didn't have any answers for their game plan. Yes, on the weekend we didn't have any answers. No, and the way that we, we've played in the, on this tour, I don't see how it's going to be a harmonious dressing room. And we might be having... Well, especially if he's blaming... Correct. You know, he's blaming people. Absolutely correct. Which is, which is not... It's not healthy environment, is it? No, mate. Not a you healthy environment You don't blame the back line. And actually, you know, you look at that midfield and that's our problem. Our midfield yeah. is the problem. And who picks the midfield? He picks the midfield. Him and his coaching staff. You know, and then that's their responsibility. Our line-out was terrible on the weekend. There's so many things mm. that went wrong. Um, I don't think it's as easy as to say as the back line. No, I, I agree. Don't think, I, I think they kicked the ball away. Plus, it's a team game. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in a, in a let's say a game of hockey or a game of football, football, soccer, soccer, football, <laughs> you don't blame the goalkeeper, do you? No, you don't. You have to blame the 10 other people who are in front of them. Correct. And the one thing you don't do is you don't blame people in the media. No. Mate, it's time for the results. Oh, oh I have... Okay, yes. Is it? It is, yes. mate. It is, it is. <clears throat> do you want me to go through some internationals? You go through the internationals. All right, oh. So, uh, Wales-Fiji was a very exciting game. Yeah, I, I, I have to say I didn't see this one coming. No. I thought Fiji might have got sort of rolled over and tickled their bellies. Well, but in the end, they kind of did. So, uh, 38 to 23, although yeah. they played pretty much the whole game with 14 men. Yeah. And no, actually, with 13 men. <laughs> <laughs> they had two yellows, didn't you they? Love, you gotta, you got to love the Fijian nah. way. Uh, then we had France had a good win against Georgia. Which Zimbabwe is a, had a good win against Brazil. 24-22. <laughs> Fantastic. England, the scoreline kind of flatters them. Uh, they scored yeah. in the red. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, England um, England beat Australia 32-15. Yeah. I'm not sure the scoreline does flatter them, but I think it's a fair scoreline. Anyway, Japan, this was surprising. Japan against Portugal, 38-25. Yeah, way, way closer than you would imagine, yep. wasn't it? Uh, Ireland beat New Zealand, 29-20. Uh, Thoroughly deserved the win. They did. By far the better team. Uh, Argentina 37-16 against Italy and South Africa beat Scotland 30-15. to I thought that was a really impressive first half from Scotland because... Yeah, definitely. You know, they... they definitely. They didn't have a lot of the ball but they managed to go away 10-8 up. Which you'd take against South which Africa. Which you take against South Africa, definitely. definitely. But when those bomb squad come on, when, the, when they change the front row... And I'm thinking, God. They changed it just before half time. Yeah, just before half time. And I tell you what. It made a difference. What, a, what a front row. What a front row to bring on. I reckon they must have the best front row and then the best Locks. next front row. So they've got the oh, best yeah. two front rows in world rugby. There might be some argument to say that their bench players are actually better than their starters. Yeah. But um, very, very impressive. Right, over to the 
That, that, this, this confused the Weird. living daylights oh, out of me. This the is same. the Premiership Rugby Cup. Yeah, what, what's that even mean? I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even want to know. But anyway, these are the results. Northampton Saints losing to London Irish, 26-36. Uh, Exeter Chiefs narrowly losing again to Bristol, 27-33. Leicester Tigers, a good win over the Sale Sharks, 32-23. Newcastle Falcons are... Just going really, really well they this are, year. They are, aren't they? 34-27. Saracens beating Harlequins. Another tight game, though. They played each other just a couple of weeks ago and another great game. And we see there that really Harlequins had a good second half. They did, 21-7 yeah. uh, in the first half and then 7-14 in the second. And Bath continue to absolutely suck. They got their pants. Paul Dale. 71-10. <laughs> To Gloucester. Wow. I mean, that is some new records there. 71-10. That's awful. What got me is the whole, like, I I don't get the system. You know, there's group one, two, three, and then... I'm not even going to worry about Ranking a second-place team. I think this is for Europe. Oh, is it? I think this this organises the European competition now that, that goes through, but... Let's not oh, even nah. let's not even dwell on it. Nah. Okay. Over to the Bunnings NBC. Yes. Uh, so in the promotion playoffs, uh, the final will be against Otago and Taranaki. So Taranaki beat Southland twenty five thirteen, and Otago beat Manawatu forty four sixteen. Really Tar- good win. Taranaki are going to win. Do you reckon? Yeah, easy. Okay, so they'll get promoted. I hope Otago do. That'll be good. Although I hope Taranaki do as well. The Naki, mate. The Naki. The Naki. A lot of Gizzy boys go to the Naki. Oh, the Naki's great. The Naki. Uh, Tasman, as we sort of thought, beat Hawks Bay. No way. 33 We did 27. not think that. What are you saying? Hawks Bay were red hot favourites. Were they? Red hot. So hot. Oh, well, they lost anyway them. then. They lost. Uh, and then. And then the, probably the game of the weekend, in my eyes, Waikato beating Canterbury 17 points to 14. Very, very close. Game of two halves, really. The, hon- <laughs> the honest truth is, as I said, Canterbury had overachieved making it yes. semi-final. So I think the right two, well, I'd say the right team won that game, but arguably it's going to be very interesting final without Hawks Bay. Hawks Bay would be gutted. Do you reckon? Ah, oh, unbelievably. So, who's going to win the final? Well, I would have said Hawks Bay, but now you're going to have well, you to can't say, say Hawks Tasman. Bay. I mean, if Tasman yeah. can get across Hawks Bay, I think so. Eh? Then I think they'll win it again. Yeah. And who do you think will get promoted? Taranaki. Oh, definitely the Naki. Okay. Yeah. Definitely the Naki. Hey, mate, what caught your eye? A lot caught my eye. Here we go. go A on. lot. But the the big ones that caught my eye was Francois Stein and Razi Erasmus. They've been eating all the pies. They have, haven't they? I mean, they unbe- had a good little uh, uh, giggle un- before he came <laughs> on, too. Unbelievable! Francois Stein is so out of shape. He is, isn't he? <laughs> He's like about. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like a. He doesn't even look like a rugby. He kind of looks like a prop, <laughs> like an olden day prop. And the funny thing is, <laughs> the funny thing is. He's he's the longest serving international player. I know, fifteen, 15 years. years, and it looks like <laughs> no. To still, be fair, he's, he's still the longest, amazing. He's the longest serving South African player. I oh think. yeah, yeah. There's probably someone from you know 
Belarus well, that's played Alan for... Well, Jones has played since he was about seven, didn't he? Yeah. Made the Welsh team. So France... But Razzy Erasmus has also put on some serious kegs. Some serious kegs. Now, this, it's quite a good segue, actually. The coach was the water boy, which I was speaking about the other week. Yeah, Razzy. You know, what? what is the difference? I don't think he's actually known as the coach... He is the director of rugby. Well, a coach. Yeah, I did find it really weird because I didn't think you were allowed to do that. It was medical staff were allowed on pitch side, not no other coaches. So yeah, maybe ex player or players aren't medical staff. No, I know, but what I'm trying to say is coaching wise, you're not allowed to have a coach on pitch side. But they're getting away with it because he's not a coach. Correct. Got him on a technicality. Um, they used to have a, a their, their current coach, Neighbourly. Or Nibali, I'm obviously murdering that name. <laughs> He's actually a qualified physiotherapist or doctor. Oh, really? So he was allowed to be on, right? Because of that, he was okay. the medical. Um, so yeah, so they must have found another loophole. It's unlike South Africa to find a loophole, isn't it? Um, the other thing was, mate, how disgusting the Australian tracksuits are. I mean, oh. proper. Proper disgusting. Nah, <laughs> they looked good. No, you messaged me and said, "Oh, yeah, Toby, my wife really likes them. What do you think?" I love them. Oh, I agree with awful. her. Awful. If you've seen them, they're like girl guides. <laughs> nah, how good is a girl guide though? I'm sorry, but how good's a girl guide biscuit? Do you remember them when you were a young rooster? Oh, I love them. <gasps> I used Chocolate to buy ones. packs of them. Oh. Eh? So Do you mean they came around? Them in oh, my drawer. Here's some. Um, would you like to buy a pack of um, girl guides cookies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how much? <laughs> how many you got? <laughs> I'll take a box full. Eh? So those were my first two. I'll, okay. let, I'll let you take over. Yeah. Now. So um, I thought the scoreline flattered England and Wales. So, Wales had a tough game against Fiji. Fiji probably should have won. Yeah. I think Have they beaten them before? I think Fiji have, have beaten Wales before. Right. Yeah, they have actually. I know that. It was in a World Cup. Was it? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of the game, Fiji were playing with 13 men. One red card, two yellows, and they... They stuck in it for a very long time, and then I think Wales scored two or three quick late, late tries, late tries didn't yeah. they? Um, but going with the red and yellow cards, um, red cards still kill the game, don't they? They do, and it's interesting because you know they have introduced this twenty minutes off with the red card, but they haven't they haven't brought that through Not to the internationals, have they? No, but they are doing that. I think they're doing that in Premiership this year as well. How are they? I I have to say I love the fifty twenty. Yes. Although New Zealand never use it. No. Like how how stupid's that? But Francois Stein, when he comes on, you can just see the back three like having yep. to drop back an extra thirty Definitely, meters, and which creates so up. much more space. So much more space. Yeah. Um, and then yellow card for Australia. Now Australia got two yellows. That could have been a red. Could have been a red. I'm glad it wasn't a red. I think it was the right call. Now, the second yellow... Can't remember the second yellow. Weak. <laughs> it was like a dump tackle, but didn't dump him. Was it? I didn't yeah. see that one. The, num- the, the front rower, like, picked the bloke up. Yeah. And then just sort of 
didn't necessarily drop him, but dropped his legs. Yeah. So he still landed on his feet. No, no, didn't land on his feet. So he no. still landed sort of on his back. Yeah. But it was weird because he almost let him down on his back and then just let his legs drop. Yeah. So he's like, hasn't controlled him when he was falling. And you're like, there's been no danger. He hasn't landed on his neck. He hasn't landed on his head. He got up straight away. Just play on. Just play had he on. Gone through the vertical, that's the reason. Well, why. that's and uh, he had, he had, yeah. he had, but it didn't land. Mate, you got to listen. Didn't you've land got on to the follow vert- the rules. It's a and rubbish the rules rule. State that if they go through the vertical, then it's a yellow card. Rubbish. Rugby's gone weak in my eyes. Instead of, and you know, it's a, it's not a rule. It's a law. So law can be, you know, you say it pretty well. It can be. How do you say it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. How do I say it? A well, law can be what? You know, it can be um, interpreted, interpreted oh, yes. by the referee or That's the TMO. Right. That's right. So they need to go, was there actually any danger in it? No. Right. We'll give a penalty. We'll have a word. Not, right, come it's a yellow here. card. Come over here, Sonny yeah, Jim. Like, they need to look at it and be yeah. like, was there actually any danger in that no he's at, he's dropped his legs okay so we'll give a penalty but it was just like oh come on too much yeah I've got a couple here New Zealand women's poor result against France France have nailed them and I'm, I'm thinking if this was the ABs then they'd be getting slaughtered in the press I wonder if the women's team are getting slaughtered in the press on the way home, so we'll have to find... I think, I think to be fair to the, the ladies, they've it's their third game for about two years. doesn't matter. They've lost to England twice, and they've lost to France. The profe- the game needs to go professional for them. Correct. Um, um, I've got... Oh, you go again? I've, I've got a great one. Okay. Is if it you're, great, If though? you're a young midfielder, and you want to um, watch a masterclass in... Drawing and passing. Damien Dierlande was amazing. So Damien Dierlande, numerous times in the game, if you look at his eyes, they're fixed on the player ahead of him. And what he did on a number of times was he passed the ball and then he puts a book bookend in. Now, bookend is where he passes the ball and then he gets in the way yeah. of the covering defence. Runs a line. Runs a line. He did this time and time and time again, and he created a number of either tries or line breaks. And when I was watching, I thought, I haven't seen that much from other centres, but I'm seeing it from him. Very, very impressive, and he's a good-looking lad too. Yes, is, isn't he? Yeah. God, how chiselled. <laughs> he is. Um, oh, my last one is uh, Hooper's injury, you know, how he went off. Yeah. Was that the the game going out of... Or under sort of Australia's feet. Do you, you like the 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 energy was sucked out of yeah. the game, wasn't it? Yeah, they really do rely on a number of Definitely. players, and, and when you don't have Karevi, or you don't have your you know your your line breakers, that's right. Although they're they're uh, twelve and thirteen, yeah, they were pretty Hunter good. Paisami were he, pretty he handy, played all right. He? I think that Australia, and, and I, I mentioned this, if I was them. Don't know whether I'd go home that disappointed because, you know, they don't have their full strength squad. Arguably, no one does. 
South Africa don't. No, you know, yeah. or, but but I just think with Australia, the people that aren't there are so influential that this will do them well going into next year and the year after that. Um, I've got a couple more. I think Scotland look really good, but if you want to win against the best teams, you have to win the key moments. And there was lots of times where they didn't win those key moments. They were kicked to a corner, they'd lose the line out. And I think it was literally about, if they had a one, those three lineouts, malls, you know, they could have scored on all occasions. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, three more tries and the kicks, you know, make a huge difference. So I think Scotland is a lot there. And I love when the Scots play at Murrayfield because oh, the crowd. How good is the yeah, crowd? And, you know, they get really emotional, don't they? Like more emotional than, uh, I think more emotional than the Welsh. Or the Irish. Well, the Irish were very emotional on the weekend. Well, the Kiwi uh, Irish were <laughs> incredibly... They played they, well. They really enjoyed themselves. Oh, uh, funny. Um, and that's about it. I've got Itzabeth. What a player at yeah. the moment. I, I used to... Well, we did slag him off recently, but he's a hell of a player now, that's for sure. We take that back, don't we? Marcus Smith on the weekend. Didn't do didn't much. Didn't really sort of do too much did he no he was kept quiet I think I think him playing with Farrell is not going to work no he needs a big like you look at Tuolangi playing on the wing and you're going what what is why what is he playing on the what wing what a waste correct but there was a couple of times especially with like a, a goal line dropout where he was used like a rugby league player right I'll pass it to you on halfway and you just run as hard as you can are you up. talking about on the weekend. Tuolangi. Yes. Yes. But what a waste. Yes. You can't play him on the wing. No. He's got to play. I think he's got to play at 12. He needs the ball in his hands. He's got to play at 12. And then you could get rid of Farrell. Throw him away. Maybe play Farrell at fullback. I don't know. No, their f- current fullback's looking pretty good. Anyway, why are we talking about England? <laughs> right, listen to questions, mate. Yeah. Do you want to do the first one? It's very small. I can do the first can one, yeah. Can you read it? Oh, yes, you can, just. <laughs> I mean, just. It's a bit fuzzy, to be fair. Uh, hey, boys. Long-time listener. First-time email. Lure. Uh, love the pod. Great listening. Awesome insight. And always a laugh. We do always have a laugh, don't we? As you boys stated, we can't beat teams by will. The set plays seem to be uh, nullified. <clears throat> and our creativity, to me seem to have gone. In my view, we're going to be lucky to make the semi-finals of the World Cup. So my question is, is Fozzie the man for the job? No. <laughs> or is it time to change coach? And if yes. so, who? Scott Robinson. <laughs> and if you can't or if you couldn't choose a Kiwi, who would you choose? Oh, that's Thanks a good for show. the laugh, you legends. By Sean. Sean O, sorry. Okay, so if it can't be a Kiwi, who would you have? That's a really tough question, eh? Really tough question. I'm really struggling, to be honest. Who would I have who's not a Kiwi? I don't really know any other coaches that aren't international coaches. Current international coaches. I don't know any coaches... Who, who plays exciting rugby that we kind of want to play? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Japan, but they've got a Kiwi coach. They've got a Kiwi Australia. coach. Australia, oh, Kiwi, Kiwi coach. coach. Australia, sorry. That's England, what I said. England, Australian coach. Yeah. 
France, I have got a psycho kid coach, <laughs> yes. so you wouldn't want to have him. No. Ireland? Farrell? No way would I have Farrell. I actually don't think I... It's just... I'm not sure I rate him as a coach. No. No. I wouldn't want to say that to his face, though. No, he's a scary bloke, eh? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, no, I, I can't... He's got a very good son, though. A very good, nice guy. And... Oh, who am I think? I can't think of any Wales, New Zealand coach. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Ireland had a New Zealand coach as well. Yes. We've got to remember that. Scotland had a New Zealand coach. I mean, okay, Gregor Townsend. That Gregor Town, Gregor. Yeah, I'd have yeah. him. Out of all of them, he's changed I'd have him, him because at least he plays interesting rugby. There's a lot going on. Gregor Townsend, but he plays to his advantages. You know, he plays to his strengths. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems to be working. I'm just trying to think, even at club level, you know, all the best sort of running rugby sort of stuff that would suit New Zealand, they're all Kiwi coaches. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, mate. Um, if playing competition that is better than you makes you better, is it possible that the reverse is also true? In other words, could New Zealand potentially be making themselves worse by playing the likes of the United States. Please don't let Toby be the one who reads this out loud. Oh, you had a shock of him, bud. <laughs> Cheers, as always. That's from Die. Uh, and he wants us to plug his, his podcast, which is the Scrum of the Earth podcast. Do you like how I pause there? The Scrum of the Earth podcast. Don't ever do that again. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Which you like. <laughs> so go and have a listen to that anyway. But um, no, I don't think in a one-off game it makes any difference at all. In fact, if anything, them going to America, watching some basketball games, watching some baseball games, yeah. would have been a really nice thing for them to do. I think so. Would so, have been a chance to sort of do what they enjoy, but chill out, but then play rugby Yeah, kind I think of thing. the wider argument is is super rugby they should have done it do you know what they should have done is they should have done it on the way home yes they should have done it on the way home because then they could have played uh they could have played america and then done those things that they enjoy nba baseball football kind of thing yeah and And that's american football and then go home from there i think they might have missed a trick on that one i think the bigger issue is 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 playing in Super Rugby now going to hold them back with the only New Zealand, Australia, a Fijian team and a... And a, a that Fijian uh, team would be good. Yeah, and a Pacific Island team. The answer is that could be the bigger issue. When Premiership, European competitions are so tight and tough and we're not part of them. So, but, the, you know, this is the thing again, and we've kind of said it, that Super Rugby was the leading club rugby competition for a long time. For a very long time. And that's why the Southern Hemisphere were good. Yes. But now the Premiership Rugby is getting, you know, fantastic, exciting, good, the great French, rugby. The French has got all the money, so they're going to yeah. get better and better. Correct. But, you know, England are good. Wales are doing, I mean, they've lost a couple now, but they're normally pretty good. Ireland are doing okay. Scotland are holding their own, you know, and that's because they've got a good core club rugby setup and competition going it all comes obviously it comes from fur, like further down mm. you know below internationals and i think new zealand are missing a trick 
And I think South Africa are also missing a trick. And Australia. I think the likes of Samoa, Fiji, Tonga, those countries will do well from it. Yeah, definitely. Because they're... Your fingers crossed anyway. Yeah, fingers yeah. Fingers crossed. Okay, mate, this is a good question. So, this is from Eric. And he's talking about, given New Zealand lost to the box, um, this is my question. If you could swap any two people from South Africa to New Zealand and vice versa, who would it be And to make each team better? And you are allowed to pick players, coaches, referees. Not sure about that one. Uh, let's just stick to the players. So who would you want? What about the PS? The what? PS at the bottom. Uh, sorry, I missed that. P.S. Owen Farrell should be playing soccer football. Correct. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric. Yeah, what a legend. Yeah, what a champion. Eh? <laughs> Good man. So who would you pick from South Africa <laughs> to come across to help out the ABs? Now, I'm going to go midfield. Yes. And I'm going to go Am. I'd pick Am across. Take Am across. Okay. And then... Would you go winger? No. Mpimpi? Oh, he's good though, isn't he? But I think we're covered. On I the think wing. we've got good wingers. What about fullback? Get rid of Geordie. Oh, that's not a bad shout, is it? Oh, he's got a boot. He's got a big foot. You know, I keep Geordie. Oh, because how dare you I swear at Geordie, me? I keep Geordie, or I just swap him for D Mac. Yep, shout. But I would look at possibly a front rower. Yeah, bring him Chucky. in. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen gets off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Malcolm Marks. Just or, or. No, nah, we're pretty sussed in, the, in hooker. Yeah, I, I don't know. Who would you go for then? I, I've gone for Am. Who are you going to go for? I'd go I'd go Delande or Am. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I would go... Uh, I would go Chucky. <laughs> Stephen Kitsoff. <laughs> or I'd go number eight. Yeah. <laughs> What's his? Oh, Van, <laughs> yeah. Van Mulen. Yes. And what I'd are put, you? Oh, he's huge. <laughs> and I'd put uh, Ali yeah. Savir on the side of the scrum. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd join you on that mm. one. Eh? Uh, what I about, still want Chucky, though, just well, for the What about New Zealand over? What you do know, you mean? Two New Zealand players to make South Africa oh, better. Oh. <laughs> uh, Moanga. Richie Moanga or Bowden Barrett. Okay. They've got all decent teams, though. Don't they? Pollard yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but he hasn't been playing that well lately. No, he's, he's missed a couple of kicks, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, I know. Shock. Mm. I reckon you have to go Aaron Smith. Yeah. Faf, I mean, Faf's Faf great. Faf Clerk mm. is... Damn, I know, you know, I know. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah, it is tough. Would you go... Khaleesi, um, get rid of him. You arguably <laughs> might go their second row. So you've got Itzabeth, and then you could have Brody Retallick. Oh, yeah, or Sam mm. Whitelock. Sam mm, Brody would tell I go yeah. to Sam Whitelock. Uh, or do you go I reckon for I'd a, get rid of Sam Whitelock and bring Itzabeth in. See, that's a shout. I, mm. Although, we were slagging Itzabeth off <laughs> not that long ago. So he was the <laughs> He's most, the best thing since sliced bread now, isn't he? <laughs> he was the most overrated <laughs> player. But now he's amazing. <laughs> Kick out Sam Whitelock. <laughs> no, but the thing is, let's slag off New Zealand. Because we slagged off Geordie Barrett, he got better. We yeah. slagged off Itzabeth, he, he got, got better. better. We slagged All off All blacks Faf- are rubbish. Yeah, they're oh, rubbish. Faf de Klerk. He got better as well. Do you know you're absolutely right? Everyone that we seem mm. to slag off seems to be getting better. Getting better. 
but it's annoying because we slag off rubbish people that we don't really like. It's Beth I do like though because his biceps are bigger than my face. <laughs> um, Owen Farrell, nah, he's never going to be good. Oh yeah, that's true. It's true. We've yeah. slagged him off. Yeah. And he still hasn't come good, has he? So nine times out of ten, we're, we're right. spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, that's who we'd go with there. My question to you, Tobar. What is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you on a rugby pitch? So, uh, back when I was a young whippersnapper. Young rooster. Probably not that long ago. But um, I was at a competition in Australia, Sevens Comp. Yeah. And I made a fantastic break. Yeah. Made a break. Not a large gap. Straight through the gap, though. Looked around. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm through here. And then you get uh, the American Perry, don't know his first name. Perry quite, Baker. Perry Baker. <laughs> you do know his first name. <laughs> Perry <laughs> Baker. The, the, the American Perry, don't know his first name. <laughs> I mean, last name, Mush. <laughs> Made this break, though, and I was like, right, I'm through here. Yeah. Two steps later, I was absolutely winded. Just gone straight under me. This is Perry Baker. Yeah, pretty sure he broke a rib. It's fantastic. (laughs) But I I was like, I'm through here. Boom. I've done. And I I cringe. I cringe at this. I cringe at this. I've done the whole sidestepping around someone, (laughs) waving goodbye. Oh, no. Yeah. And then dropping the ball. (laughs) (laughs) How old were you? Oh, I was young, eh? Why I'd were seen you it on waving? TV. I reckon because okay, it was a card, King Carlos. Because uh, who did it? Rory Underwood did it. He did it. He came over to and and he did it, but he didn't wave. He pulled the finger. Oh, did he? At the All Black winger. And I saw it and thought, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so that's cool. Good. And I knew that I couldn't pull the finger, so I just waved and then I dropped the ball. Oh, village. Yeah, that's the most village. embarrassing thing I've done on road pitch. Best boots. Best boots. Best boots. I want to know best coloured boots that you've had, and then would you go black, 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 black on black on black? Oh, they all, when, they all, yeah, when the All Blacks had the black on black on black Adidas boots, how good was they were team? nice. How good was that team? Very good. Uh, uh, would you get sprigs or moulds? I'd get mouldies as long as the pitches are decent. Right. Sprigs, no. I've never you been a Sprigs ha- fan. Really? Always always love my moldies. Oh, no, I like Sprigs because when you walk on concrete, it makes a sick <laughs> noise. <laughs> so true, though. Let us it? know what your kind of boot is. You know, colour, mouldy or Sprig. Okay, so what... We want pictures. Definitely not white boots. Nah, white village. Boots are disgusting. Pink. I have had white boots. I've had orange boots. My son has just got some psychedelic yellow Nike boots. What kind of a father are you? He's going to get absolutely shredded. They were cheap. Okay, fine. At the designer (laughs) outlet. That's fine. (laughs) You know, when I was growing up and I was marking someone with an awful colour, I'd be swearing at him about his boots. I'm going to, you know, effing and jeffing. Yeah. (laughs) You've got to be good to have those boys on. Yeah. But then to when be they fair, were good. they were. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're going to finish off the show today with Room 101. So we have chosen two things each 
that we would like to put into Room 101. And what we're going to do is I'm going to put this on Twitter and you're going to put it on Instagram with a voting and you can vote for who wins Room 101. Right, and we'll announce it next week. You got to share it with you with all your friends, family. Uh, if you share it, you get on the podcast yeah, sharing like caring segment. Like it. All right. So my first one is video referees. I'm going to put video referees in room 101 because it slows down the game, and we don't need the game where the balls in play almost 50 percent of the time any less. Correct. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, when I was watching the game on the weekend, the New Zealand-Ireland game took forever. It was such a long-winded game because there were resets, there were video, you know, there were injuries. It just took ages. So I'm going on a similar line with you. Time. Scrum resets. Referee. Make a decision. If it's a reset because someone's kind of pushing or it's unstable, give it to the person with the ball. Free kick. Yep. Free kick. Free like kick that. to the ball. I like free or, kick to the ball. <laughs> so it just stays there. No, but free kick to the attacking team or the, yeah. the, the team with the ball Yes, who has possession. The only problem with that is is if that happens and, and they've got a weaker scrum, then they'll just naturally look to... No, but then the referee makes a decision. Right, you're doing it on purpose, goes the other way. That's when the referee needs to grow some... A pair of kahuna burgers. Well, if it's a lady, then they grow something else, you know? <laughs> what do they grow? <laughs> I can't tell you that. I can't say, mate. Kahuna. I know exactly what kahuna. I'm going to say, but I'm, I can't say it. Okay. Right, I can't okay. say it. Family show. Family yes. show. Uh, so, free kick or... You know, free kick either way, but just get rid of them. Waste too much time. I love a reset. Can't I love it? The boys in there when I'm my back, bit tired, need a bit of water. Wave the lads on. Wave Razzy on. Come on, give me some water. Reset scrum. Love it. Brilliant. Too much time. You can just keep doing it there, lads, if you want. I need a break. I'm unfit. Slightly fat. Man. Resets happy. You agree days. with me? Why why are you being that guy? Because I want to win. My next one is French referees. They all should go in room 101. When have you ever watched a rugby game and you've gone, wow, he he refereed that game well? Never. Never never, have I seen it. No. There's always some controversy. They always think they know better than everyone else. French referees. They know their wine, though. Well. And their cheese and their bread and their warm My point is this. Get rid of them. Ban them from all international rugby. Um, you know what? I don't know a good one. Now, I'm going on a similar line where they need to get rid of something or someone. I'm going to have to agree with Eric. Owen Farrell, go to soccer football. <laughs> Owen Farrell should not be allowed in the game. Ban him. Nothing good comes Red over. card. For life. <laughs> I reckon as he walks on the pitch, referee should just get that red card. <laughs> get off. Now. <laughs> no, but all seriousness, uh, I think uh, the 20-minute red card in international rugby. Get rid of it. No, keep it in. Or is this what we're getting rid of? Get rid of. Oh, yeah. Get rid of non-20-minute red cards. 
getting what? rid of the red cards for 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 life for life <laughs> no <not laughs> for, for the life. game for the yeah. game yes and change it for a yes. twenty minute red card so get rid of a game long red card like it yeah like it a lot thank you so those are going to go on to Twitter onto Instagram yeah you need to vote for your favorite Toby it has been another action packed. Weekend of rugby. Always a pleasure, never a chore, is it, watching rugby? It was depressing. It was. It was actually but quite it was a chore. the right decision. Yes. Right result. It was. It, it was. was. And I hope the All Blacks learn from it. They should. Maybe they won't. Listen, if you want to help us, support us, please share. Sharing is caring. Like. Subscribe. Five star. Five star review. We're like a five star great. hotel. We give you everything you want. Really? Well... Oh, 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 we talking about podcasts? Yeah. I thought me personally. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> As always, if yep. you could support us, that'd be great. Definitely. But until next week. See you later. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.